Hey, this is the franchise Shane Douglas, ECW's original World Heavyweight Champion. Right now, you're watching the number one wrestling podcast on all of Long Island, Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. The Monty and Pharaoh Show. And you're watching the Monty and Pharaoh Show. Monty and Pharaoh. With Monty and the Pharaoh. 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 Monty and Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. And Monty and the Pharaoh. Oh, is it Monty and the Pharaoh? Monty and Pharaoh. The Monty and the Pharaoh show. Monty and the Pharaoh. To the Monty and the Pharaoh show. And it's Monty and the Pharaoh, baby. Monty and the Pharaoh. With Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Oh, what a rush. We've got the future Hall of Famer, that rocker, Marty Giannetti, MJ in the house. And I'm sitting here with two more future Hall of Famers, Monty and the Pharaoh. We're doing that stuff and we're going to rock it. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen live out of Village Connection Broadcasting, live from Rockstar Studios, every Thursday, 8.05 to 9 p.m., but this is a special Saturday edition. At the board is the owner of the station, Mr. Jim Savali. Jim, how are you? What's up, what's up? Jim, how are you? Oh, man. Well, it's early Saturday. Uh, early Saturday, and I want to again thank yeah, our... Yeah, early Saturday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Why, why do people who smoke weed <laughs> not want to get up in the morning? This is not right. God we damn get up just heads. like you do. Oh, no. Don't you bring weed in, kids. It's getting up and driving 160 miles. Judge and, having to deal with their, and then having to deal with Eric Sims, the first person well, you that I That not, I understand. How do you not reach for the pen? How do you not reach for the pen? Seriously. Anyway, and if anyone doesn't that. know, that is a Sandman in the studio. But I want to, again, thank uh, Shane Douglas and Just Incredible for yes. a great interview. Incredible. Yes. I love those guys. Absolutely. And uh, let me introduce the star of the show. Again, Where? up for sale, five ninety five no, an stop? hour. Jimmy Farrow. Wait a minute. What if they have a coupon? Oh, well, by the way, Village Connection has its own coupon <laughs> magazine. Wait a You put me in the Village coupons. Yes. I am now part of the discounted program. Actually, <laughs> that's that's when very flattering there, Jimbo. Yeah. We will actually pay that's for great. the shipping and handling. That is fa- oh, you're going to ship me? Shipping and handling. Yeah, Do we'll I get to be that. in a box with the styrofoam peanuts yeah, at least? Yeah. Oh, that's that's very box. exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting. Yeah, 12 years and of our, college down the drain. Go our on. guest of honor, none other than ECW superstar, yeah, the sad man. Yeah. So, guys. 
pot floating around the studio. What? What's going on? It is not. First of all, I'm licensed, so too bad. Can't bust me. Go so on. My, how do you guys? How do you guys know, function on that shit? But how do you function on it? I live with the pen f- in my hand, yes. one of my pockets, and there, uh, this thing is never far from That's me. Right. Ever. That's Ever. right. That's right. That's right. Sharpens your focus or dull? <laughs> no, I smoke pot. pot to do something. You know what I mean? Well, like get up in the morning. Oh, oh, I want. Wait, but you smoke pot? Not all of us reach for a box of donuts, you know. Go on. That's true. What a shot! Just what? That was a shot across my back. What? When you talk? Oh. Oh, yeah, go. there you go. There's a double hernia, folks. Go right. on. You're fired. I know. Uh, you sold me already. What's the difference? No, seriously. You have to smoke pot to go cut your lawn? <laughs> you have to? do anything. Do anything. How about that sex? So, like, if you want to have sex with a woman? Or want to. Want to. Want to. Not have to. Boy, you got us on crutches. Oh, someone give me weed. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think I can get up today. What's wrong with you? The dumbing you down of America. Is. Holy stereotype, Batman. Anyway. They're invading our country. Hold on. Let me have another hit on my weed. (laughs) Well, I sock the guy who's invading my country. I don't want to shoot. I don't. I don't want to shoot at the enemy because I have to smoke my weed. Soldiers acid and play the Metallica. What are you talking about? Medicinal in so many cases. Absolutely. PTSD. Dude, they're using ecstasy yes. for PTSD yes. right now. Thank you. Else, you know what I mean? Thank so you. Don't get, you know, pot is good. Wait a minute. It was given to us by, the, anybody know who the Queen of Sheba is? If you read yeah. into the Mahabharata, yeah. right? Yeah. She gave it to us as a medicine, dude. Right. It was given to us by a god. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Bingo. So, so there. What about the wait, hold on. weed wagon? Hold on, no. on now. I've defended this country. I've yeah. been in many places, and as you, you all know. Well, you see me smoking weed? I'm not your, claiming well, PTSD. Well, he wasn't oh, that you were drinking beer. Weekend dudes no, no, bro. I was not a weekend war. No, no, no. I was. You know better than that. Wait a second. That's right. You were watching VHS wrestling tapes overseas. That's right. I do remember. Boy, you are exciting. Yeah, go on. Go on. Have a smoke, will you? You lighten the hell up. Listen, don't get upset because you're a pothead. I'm not a pothead. I'm a weed dude. Sandman. What is going on? The Pharaoh is going to... Go over your illustrious career, Jimmy. Take it over. And it is illustrious. It It is. is illustrious, ladies and gentlemen. Our esteemed guest today, James Fullington, born June 16th, 1963. (laughs) What? June 19th. <laughs> they got your birthday wrong? Where did you get this? Wikipedia's wrong. Are you serious? Yeah. No, I don't even want to read the rest you of it. You can't even fix it. This it's is the day. Wait a minute. You, can't you, look, you can't write them and say fix this? What is going on no, here? No, you can't do it. Apparently, it's... If you want something fixed, you can't be the person to do it. Like a uh, company or something has mm, to do it. Because yeah. they figure like, oh, well, you're just going to change and the I'll, shit. You and know I'll bet you the guy that got paid to write this was not high. I bet you. No Idiot. No Idiot. Next time, get, we get the little smoke no, and get his birthday right, you <laughs> moron. What is going on here? I, I think Horrible. The Wikipedia works is anyone can put the information up there. So anyone? Yeah, and you, uh, but anyone. it's yeah, and you, can, you can, No, you can edit. I think you can okay. edit. You, you have to be able to stop that. You. Nobody can just get on and write about him. That's terrible. Yes, you can. That's terrible. You can sign up. You can edit. It has to be approved. I have friends that text me happy birthday on the 16th. Yeah. Because they read the that or something, you know oh, what I mean? God, Not like, like people enough. that I've known forever, but people I've met through the wrestling business. When was his birthday? Day, well, did they yeah. get this part right? It says you semi-retired. Are you semi-retired? Well, I have been for okay. since like two Okay, so they got that part right. Okay, folks, for those at home, let me continue. A five-time ECW world champion. Okay, uh, a, a legendary, legendary figure in the, in the, in the 
the evolution of hardcore wrestling, an absolute legend. Also worked in WCW, but I don't want to get into that too much because I want to slap Bish off again. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Sandman. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do my Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Never more. <laughs> what do you got, Mike? All right, let's get into it, man. Yeah. Your controversy about women's wrestling. Ooh, what, nice. What's the deal, bro? Uh, awesome. Okay, dude. By the way. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't know nobody's name. I don't care. I, I could know you for like 15 years, but I really don't know your name. Maybe I, I might know your wrestling name, but not your real name. So I think I'm talking to. I'm, I'm, I'm working the room right here because it's great down there. There's so many wrestlers. You had a long fucking day up there signing shit. So I'm drinking some beers and I'm having fun. So I'm walking by. I don't even know who Tess Blanchard is. Tess Blanchard. I, I, I don't watch wrestling. I had no clue as who she even was. I just, she's just standing there. So I walk up to the blonde chick that I'm pretty sure is uh, Johnny Morrison's girl. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Was she okay. in that match? Tyre, you're talking. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. All right, so I'm just going by her because I, I, I like you because I, I like her. I like the way she works. I like her attitude in the ring. Mm -hmm. I always try and give her little pointers, you know, because he's probably doing a lot, but she, some people need to hear a little bit of something from somebody else. You know sure. what I mean? So I'm walking by. I'm like, hey, what number are you? What, what number are you tonight? Because I, I want to watch your shit. She goes, we're last. I was like... In a main, I said, didn't something just happen with Ronda Rousey getting fucked? And Vince put her in the main, but I think it was a fuck job or something. Mm. I didn't like. I don't know. I didn't watch it or anything, but I just heard something like that. I said that to her, and what's her name? Um, the girl that I didn't know at all. No, the freaking the, the Tessa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tessa. Yeah. So Tessa's right on me right there. She goes, "Who the fuck is Ronda Rousey?" Her exact words ended about that level. I was like, one, I don't even know who you are. And, <laughs> and, and, and two, you got some balls saying that that loud to me. You know what I mean? Uh, and then she just, she just starts rambling. She's not yelling. She's just talking right here. What are you guys? What Shane? What are you about? Twenty feet away? Did you even know any of that was happening oh. until she followed me over to you guys? Uh, now yes. she's following dude, you, dude. Yes, oh. it's, dude. I said, listen, this is I very said, aggressive. What's going I, I, on I, I here? Guess, Ruining what your hide. So she buries Ronda Rousey and fucking um. And the other girl wasn't even there. There was another girl there, the short stocky right, one that says so. Jordan, that girl Jordan was Ray. not right there, right then. I don't care what the fuck she says. Okay. She was not there. There okay. was three of us. Clear. That was it. And Clear. we're close. Clear. We're like we're like the blonde chicks here, the the test chicks here. Dude, and Tess is pissed. I don't know that she's working guys in main events or anything like that. Mm -hmm, I said, mm -hmm. And I told her, I said, listen, all I know is I don't think it should be fucking that the audience is ready to have a woman main event. Right. Then she went off a little How bit more. I'm like, you. sorry, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Right. And then I start walking to the circle of the ECW guys that are like 20 feet away. She's on my tail. I don't know until I get over and she like taps me on the shoulder. You know what I mean? I turn around and she started all over again. Any chance you two could have a match? Oh, I'd work her in a second. No, and put her over. Let's have it. And put her over. Are you hearing this? Are you care. hearing this? It's a work. You, there you go. It's there a work, go. dude. I got the belt five times, dude. I never won it. It, <laughs> it, 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 it was written that way. Really? Is that true? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He, <laughs> I always so work. 
This is it's a work. This is awful. Oh my god. So then I ended up. I I had to research her a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because I was going on the Bubba show. She's very good. I was going on the Sirius or whatever. Yeah, she's fucking really good. Oh yeah. You can do a lot with her. Honestly, but she's at the top of her game in her division. I disagree with that. Everything's written. Everybody knows it's fake. But dude, to me, you can't have a fucking six foot eight, two hundred and seventy pound dude slapping around. A hundred and thirty pound fucking chick, and fucking it just. I know you were supposed to suspend reality when we watch a movie, when we're watching that a wrestling much? match, when we're having sex with our wives. <laughs> suspend the reality that all much, the time. That here, much. I'm, I'm, gonna ma- I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make believe that you have real tits on your chest. Hold on. I'm suspending reality. I'm just thinking about somebody else. Tessa, I'm gonna make believe you're Charlotte Flair right now. <laughs> so the thing to me is, they I mean, both look just, like birds. It just takes cre- a little bit of credibility. I mean, I'll say it again. <laughs> it's fake, and it's fake, and it's Stop fake. Another ref bomb. That's too fake. It's almost as fake as them tag teams going on now in AEW. Just, oh my tag. God! They Amen. don't tag. One, every they match, don't is, tag. every oh. match is the same spot. Thank you. Thank you. Order, and nobody sells it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Joke. Thank you. I can hear the internet. They just, they just don't do. I can't watch it. Now right you now. see, Justin. That's well, why I, I said they what. cannot survive. I mean, right. you got to have rules in wrestling. Yes. I understand, but you can't yes. not tag the referees. We were talking about it last week. This is their reaction. Oh no! What do right. I do? Is she the one with the girl? Does she have the girl? Is there the girl ref? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, dude. You yes. see how she's in everybody's deck? Yes. Yeah, she thinks she's part of the, the show. Yes, it's so yes. crazy. You watch the one guy that they have one. He's like, ah, dee da, dee da, dee da. Dude, she's like in your face. Right. Like, look at this. Like what about this? the like women's champ? Seventy-two pounds in a tutu. I don't know. Have you seen is. her yet? Oh, wait till you see her. Oh, wait, 72 pounds in Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I like her. Who I just, wait a minute. I watched she's so small. Some Who just beat the woman that's that a man? That was horrible. Dude, what is it? that woman that's a man? You realize what went on? Did you see that match where they brought in, uh, I want to say Aja Kong, but it's something else. Well, Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong yeah. awesome awesome came Khan? out, and then a bald guy that kind of looked like you. You could actually bend that there dude. There you go. Who was? I don't know what the fuck was going on there. The dude what came out from out? underneath the ring, and uh, meanwhile, the Japanese girls on the other side selling for five minutes, <laughs> and I didn't like their camera work either way. Aja uh, comes uh, out, awesome uh, Kong, comes out of the freaking, like, right behind the camera and closes on for the second time. Wait a minute. All right. Here's what we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. You could have great wrestlers. Yeah. But if you cannot have a high quality production product, that's the reason why Vince will be there in the production quality. AEW cuts to a commercial during a Jericho promo, and you can't even hear what the guy's saying. That's the best part of the show is Jericho's promo because he's the man, and and there he is in the corner of the screen. And I'm being sold toilet paper. Good job, good job, Cody, and uh, oh dude, I'm so bad with the names. The guy that was in all Japan. Omega. There you go. He entertains me. Coke, uh, he's Cody, and Jericho entertains Absolutely. Me. They're all great. But the rest are just, I don't know. And they're making all these. Everybody's in a faction or something, it right. seems like. You know right. what I'm saying? Does it feel like uh, WCW to you a little bit? I don't know. I wouldn't, I'd have to be in the locker room uh, just okay. check that out. Okay, because you know it mean? seems but like a lot of TV, I don't really get a feel know. for it. Okay. How about, let's go back to the beginning with you. How do you start in the game of professional wrestling? Um... 
four years old, always wanted to be a professional wrestler. Didn't want to be a doctor, lawyer, fucking cop. I wanted to be a pro wrestler, so I got to live my life's dream. And how many people get to do that? Yeah, congratulations! And they get paid awesome. to sit here and talk about it. You awesome. know, it was freaking great. Sweet. Um, so me and my boys, dude. I'll tell you a couple quick stories. Gorilla Monsoon has thrown me out of the Philadelphia Spectrum two times. <laughs> this is what I did back in the day. Security was the shits. The guys didn't even have like they were just guys in regular clothes. It's Andre the Giant against Big John Studge oh, Steel Cage. Hello, at the spec. I don't know oh. what year it is. Okay. So I'm like 16, so I guess it's like 79, maybe or something like that. And um. And uh, so I just get in line. The guys didn't bring the whole cage up there, didn't come down. They just had it and had to carry the thing. Like from where the Zamboni would come through, they had to carry through the people. I just went and got in the back of the line, picked up <laughs> a piece of yeah, I'm drunk, dude. I'm drunk. Like, drunk. That was my shit. Go, girl. Getting drunk. Me and my boy, me and my buddy Ruben, and going to the fucking uh, to the matches. So I hand my I hand my I go to hand my piece of the thing and then whoa almost dropped it on the fucking oh, dude I'm drunk right here so I get the cage out of my hands and I go back and I'm like I'm getting under the ring to see if there's a fucking spring under there because uh, I, I didn't know then you know what I mean I got under the ring and it was what I must, is this guy doing I swear to God it must have felt like. Like, I was under there for, like, 10 minutes, which was probably more like maybe 15, 30 seconds. But I was just like, oh, my God, there is a spring underneath the ring. I'm like, you know what I mean? Because I was still, dude, I'm 16 years old, and I'm still kind of believing this. But I'm like, well, why aren't their eyes black and blue and shit like that? You know what I mean? Another time. Oh, this wasn't at the Spectrum. Something was happening at the Spectrum. So they had to go and do something at like Drexel University or like a smaller fucking uh, building. Uh, like right by like 30s, not too far. No, it was actually about five miles from there. So anyway, Superfly Snook is on the way to the ring. Dude, I got blonde hair down the fucking hair, like bleach blonde hair. I'm fucking feeling myself. I'm like 18. I'm fucking a badass. But I like Snooker. I was just shit faced. So Snooker, <laughs> so it was kind of just like being at the arena, you know what I mean? Where they have guardrails and you walk in there. Snooker goes by and I, oh, I keep trying to fucking stand up. Snooker walks by and I slap the shit out of him on his back. He turns around, grabs me by the hair, starts pulling me over the fucking guardrail. Here comes Gorilla Monsoon. The, 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 um, the like three, four security guards are in between us. Swear to totally true. <laughs> gorilla fucking grabs me like this like a Mark Henry fucking picks me up with like one hand because Gorilla's a big motherfucker here you know what I mean yeah. he takes me he takes me through the back which wasn't far because the building wasn't that big presses a button the garage door goes up so I'm waiting outside for my buddy to come out I walk around the front he goes dude I thought he was going to kill you I'm like what do you mean he goes Superfly went into the fucking ring hit, uh, headbutted him went to the top rope finished him fuck off and went running back oh, for me. Oh, man. Another <laughs> time. I, no, I didn't get thrown out that time. I had, <laughs> dude, I was in fucking Halloween Havoc, the first one in freaking Philadelphia with my face painted like Sting, sitting in the second row. So then, so I'm, I don't know, I'm like, 
I'm like, by this time, I'm like 27 years old, and I'm still going to the fucking spectrum. Is your hair still long? Uh, oh, he's more mature no, than ever. No, I had no, no, the rock and the mullet at this Yeah, the mullet yeah, going, yeah, nice. Oh, mullet, yeah. Sandman yeah, and the mullet. wearing a mullet like 95. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean hair metal's over with? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't, I didn't even know what an indie show was. You have to understand, I didn't have cable in fucking Philadelphia or anything. All I knew was WWE and yeah. the magazines that I could read about. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> we come out. We go outside, and then um, Joel Goodhart had papered the had papered the fucking uh, arena. So there was like a hey, there's a show here. Bruno San Martino is going to be here. Shit like this. I I got to go check this out. Like, but whatever. However many days later it was, we pull into the place. I, I think that was McGonagall Hall at Temple on Broad Street. I pull in. Who pulls up next to me? Bruno San Martino. Oh man! So I get this dude. I'm like, oh my fucking god! Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I said I thought I had to tell him I hated it when fucking the superstar kicked him through the cage. Sure. And he won the cage match because the door wasn't locked. I was hot over that. <laughs> I'm like the door's supposed to be locked. So, dude, I go into the fucking, I go into the building. Fucking, we go set up, set up high, but the place only hold like maybe five thousand people. And like Larry Winners and Tony Stetson or something come out in the first match, and I'm like. These are fucking regular dudes. I can do this because everybody for Vince was huge. You right. know, and fucking everybody's right. big, fat motherfuckers, dude. And <laughs> and you and you just think like, oh my god, I can't do that. You know what right. I mean? That, right. But then I went and I saw regular guys do it. And then Joe Goodhart fucking advertising that he's got starting a school and stuff like that. I gave him like thirty five hundred hours the next day. That was like March. That was like March fourth, like maybe nineteen eighty nine. And um and by March sixth, I think I had my first lesson. By June 9th, I had my first match. Wow! And then in my, out of my first ten matches, I got to work with Koloff, uh, Snuka. Again, uh, Lawler was in there. My first by six months in, I, you know, I was working the main with Lawler in USWA. Uh, did I say Ivan Koloff? Yeah, Koloff. Ron, uh, Ron, Big Ron Shaw, but there's still, there's a couple other guys that are uh, Morocco, dude. I got to work with so right many away. guys so right quickly. Away. It was right awesome. Away. All three of our guests today, right away, worked with legends. Well, because the, they're legends themselves. There you go. Uh, we're gonna take a short uh, commercial break. Are you sure, dude? I'm on a roll right here. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's fucking. There's another time I got thrown out. I just can't remember what it was. <laughs> See, we're back. It was a short commercial oh, dude, break. Was Keep rolling. Thing, dude, you're sneaking into concerts back in because there was a concert all the time in Philly, dude. It's like, you know, there's times I've seen fucking Elton John and Billy Joel and yes, okay. and fucking the Who and fucking all of them. There was a, I had tickets for Zeppelin and then what's his name kid fell out the window I think there was two times that I had tickets for Zeppelin maybe Bonham Clapton? died Clapton's son fell out the window <laughs> oh is that what it was yeah it was Clapton Zeppelin expired what in happened, when John what Bonham happened died happened with them why didn't they they were supposed to tour and, is that the way the drummer died probably if you're if you're recalling Zeppelin it was 1980 like, the spring of 1980 John Bonham passed away that was okay. the end of Zeppelin pretty much who was uh, yeah, Sandman's Sand favorite band just real quick 
You got one? I heard you talk about the Beatles. If you had the name, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber? This is the Sandman. What do you? I don't know. Justin Bieber. If I had to say one, maybe probably Zeppelin or Yes. Nice. That's cool. Nice. Win either way with that. Justin Bieber. Get out of here. I mean, Zeppelin's great. Too bad they just fucking stole their shit from everybody down in New Orleans. I don't think you heard. I mean, how many times have they been sued? Zeppelin for stealing people's riffs from New Orleans, dude. You know it's. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Sam, I want to jump ahead. Uh, Tommy Dreamer on Stone Cold P- uh, Steve Austin's podcast said that you pretty much OD'd in Milwaukee and died. Whoa. And then nah, it wasn't got- Milwaukee. It was Indianapolis. All right. It's got well, the wrong city. Listen. I, I thought we were like 40. Here, I'll tell you what. I'll tell well, you well, 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 yeah, I want yeah, to go yeah. over a few things. So Bill Alfonso thought you were dead. Hid was the, who, who was in studio? <laughs> Florida? No, nah, I wasn't Florida. Listen. Correct me what's up. Bill Alfonso hit the drugs because he thought you were dead, but they revived you and you went on to wrestle. Tell the story. Because he thought he was dead. Dude, Raven fucking started. I was thinking, you got to understand, this was like crazy days with the pills. We had like different role in different doctors getting 80 Oxycontin 80s from this guy, 80 Oxys from this guy, 80 Oxys from this guy. Robert. I never even thought about shooting a fucking drug or obviously I would have done it by then. Who knows how old I am at this point, you know what I mean? Jesus. So Raven alive I'm like, right look now. over the stall. I'm like, why the uh, fuck is Raven? It was like the second or third time that he'd been sitting in the stall. So I look over the stall and he's fucking shooting. I'm like, oh, what the fuck right. are you shooting? He goes, I'm shooting an axe. I'm like, I got to try it. So, <laughs> so he told me, do not shoot an 80. I'm like, dude, I'm snorting like five 80s a day right now <laughs> and an eight ball. And fucking, you think I'm worried about shooting 180? So I shoot the fucking 80, get in the car, pass right the fuck out. My lips start turning blue. Fonzie's next to me. It's Rhino's first day on the job. Rhino's driving. Rhino, he had to tell you, Rhino freaked the fuck out coming back in the next day. So... So these guys are driving down the road. Well, whoever calls fucking nine one one, they pull over. The ambulance comes. They hit me with the fucking uh, the, 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 the 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 fucking needle to the heart. Take me to the hospital. I wake up at like two in the morning. I take a wake up two in the morning. I'm, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck am I? <laughs> I said something to the nurse, and I'm like, I had done. I pulled the fucking things out. I, I, they, you know, they had me hooked up to a bag or whatever, banana bag. I pulled them out, and my phone happened to be my, my phone and my shirt or something was fucking behind me. I called Fonzie. He said, yo, daddy, we're right around the corner at the Marriott. But I, I think it was close enough that I might even walk. So, yeah. Wait, but so- he's not shocked you're alive. Uh-huh. He's not shocked you're alive? No, he's like, dude. Hey, cool, dude, you're alive. Come on over. on my watch. The night that fucking him and Bueller, right? Fonzie's got heat for some reason with Paulie. I'm not sure exactly what it was. So Fonzie bled like a fucking pig. I take Fonzie to the hospital on fucking Broad Street. And, um... And he goes in there, emergency room. He lost like, I don't know, if you have like eight points of blood, he lost like five of them or something like that. You know what I mean? They... They were worried about him. Three hours of the docs. Three hours later, I'm fine. He's like, we're getting the hell out of here, Sam. The doc goes, no smoking, no drinking this. I had a cocktail waiting for him and no a cigarette smoking. in the fucking car. Well, yeah, dude, the dude just lost like like 65% of his fucking blood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. How do you arrive in ECW where everything obviously changes for you? What? How do you arrive in ECW? How did you wind up in ECW? Dude, I was there. I was. I had more seniority than anybody. 
Nobody was in that company longer so from than me. The, I left from for the a year Eastern, and still had more CDR. From the now. Eastern Championship Wrestling. Yeah, so how did you wind up in there with Todd? Dude, me and Todd just hit it off. Todd's like one of those people that's fucking that. It's like Stryker is with me. There's just people that are called familiars. Mm-hmm. And it's like somebody that you just know. Dude, I get goosebumps even thinking about those two guys. Dude, they're just my familiars. And me and Todd just hit it off great mm-hmm. from fucking day one. So soon, I didn't even know. So Joel Goodhart goes under. Todd and Lex, Lex and Bob Ortiz buy the belts for like 10 G's or something, and, and then Todd, so they're like kind of like partners, and Todd tells me to come down and see him in his fucking office, and he's like, I'm going to make you my champion. I'm like, nice. Yeah. Wow. So then I get bored. Okay, let me tell you this story. So we used to wrestle when Todd first took over. I couldn't wrestle at the place we were because it was called Market Street East. And it was good. They had a great piano bar there. So I was there on a night that we weren't wrestling. You know what I mean? I was there with my buddies and fucking uh, Peaches. Peaches was with me because it was early with her. And I, I did something. I'm a drunken idiot or whatever. And I fucked with the manager, this chick manager. So then when I go to wrestle there the next week, she goes, Todd, no, you can't wrestle. Uh-huh. And then I, I, I guess Todd paid her off or something because the next month I was wrestling. How was it? Oh, I think I might have to apologize to her. Oh. How was it working with your wife? Was that a pain in the ass, or was well, dude, it? Dude, I was so young. I was like, I did, it, you know what I'm saying? You just don't even know because you don't even know better because you've never done it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it was fine. Okay, I liked it. Her and my son Tyler, my oldest son, would they would come down with? They would take the hour drive down into Philly for me to go to the wrestling school every night and the hour back with me, four nights a week. In ECW, you had Dawn Marie, Francine, Beulah, Sonny, Jazz. In your opinion, who's the biggest hoe? The biggest hoe? All right, dude. <laughs> Next. <laughs> what the hell? I don't need to make somebody look bad to make oh myself my look better. God. A great lesson that everybody Wait. in this room should learn in life. You don't have to make somebody look bad to make you look good. There, there you go, go, brother. How about your opinion on Paul Heyman, if I Love can get him. one? Dude, Love I wouldn't him. be here if it wasn't for fucking him, dude. I, my brother was like Paul Heyman. He believed his own shit. Mm-hmm. He couldn't tell the fucking truth. So I knew Paul Heyman before it was my brother. You know what I'm saying? So, But I didn't care. The guy was putting me over, coming up with great ideas and shit like that. Dude, my career's taking the fuck off. All right. He owed, he owed me some money at the end. But mm-hmm. luckily, I had always made money. before. I was making 75000 a year the first day when I started wrestling school. You know what I'm saying? So... Wait a minute, you were making $75,000 a year wrestling? Did you have a separate job? Uh, Yeah, in a regular job. What were you doing? I was uh, selling newspapers for the the Philadelphia Inquirer, not one by one. I would put like 10 kids in one of the Sandman vans. I would take them to a neighborhood. They would go around and sell like 100 orders on a Saturday. They'd pay me 25 for each one, and I'd give them like 5 to 7 bucks depending on how many they wrote. Okay. So that's a, gut, so that's a gutsy move, then, leaving that type of job to go to professional well, wrestling, man, right? Well, it was only certain... Well, there, I had a little problem because I had my I had Peach's sister take it over. And she, and she was a girl, and she was young, and the boys from the hood abused her and stuff. You know what I mean? But Smart. it worked out in the end. I had some money saved, so... How was your relationship with Heyman now? I really don't have one. I, I can't even remember the last time I talked to him. Really? Yeah. Haven't spoken. I don't know. I'm stupid though, dude. I could have talked to him a year ago, but I just wouldn't remember it. But I don't think so. Probably. I don't know. Was he there in 2008 when I left WWE? I guess that would have been the last time. Wow. Long time. It's a long time ago. Uh, as you said, you were there from the beginning with ECW. Uh, ironically, your first 
championship when it was still Eastern Championship Wrestling, I believe, was against Don Morocco. Can we get some memories of my yeah, personal favorite? Yeah, I'll by tell the you, way. fucking great memory. Magnificent. The Morocco. finish is Morocco puts me up for the fucking. He did like a tombstone or something then, right? Like an inverted pile driver, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it was called. Peaches, and he brings me over by the ropes. Peaches throws the powder in his face. He falls back, pin one, two, three. I didn't see it because the position what I was in, and subsequently you learn fucking by fucking up. She goes to throw the powder, but you have to have powder <laughs> mixed with 50% salt or 50% sugar, or it's not flying anywhere. You know what I mean? We didn't know that back then, you know what I mean? So she threw it, it went nowhere, and Morocco goes like this. There's like a puff, Morocco <laughs> runs into I can't stand up. Morocco like takes a step forward and goes, <laughs> and then falls back. That's <laughs> I know you, you expressed fondness for Todd Gordon. Uh, how did you develop the Sandman uh, gimmick and in-ring approach, and did Todd have much to do with that? Well, yeah, Todd took me from the surfer thing to fucking him saying to Paul, because Paul didn't believe in me at first, and um, and he was like, he, you know, Todd, Todd told me, he goes, Paul's like, hey, I know he's your boy and shit, but he ain't got it. Well, And then Todd's like, well, no, just let him go out there and be him. And next thing you know, it's the beers, the cigarette, Nancy, bam, it's off to the races then. Do you think Vince was afraid of your gimmick? What do you mean afraid? I don't well, think well, Vince is afraid of much, dude. Yeah, well, I, well, New Jack expressed that he was afraid of him. I just wondered if your gimmick was a little too much for Vince, even though Vince was ridiculous. I guess not safe. How about the, Yeah, I wonder. You know, any thoughts know. On, on Vince McMahon? Compa- no, he was Vince cool Mc- a couple times I talked to him. So he it? was. Okay. I was going to ask you to compare Vince to Paul Heyman, your experience. Nah, when I'm, I talked to Vince for fucking 30 seconds. 30 of my seconds. Life. You mentioned Nancy. Uh, thoughts yeah. on Nancy and yeah, Chris Benoit? Her, she taught me so much. Nancy taught Well, because you got to understand, Nancy. Kevin Sullivan's going to take the book down in freaking WCW or whatever. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, WCW. And um, and he goes to me, pulls me aside. He goes, listen, I'm leaving my wife and she's going to start coming out with you. And he, and he gave me a couple pieces of advice. He said something like, he goes, dude, promoters will love you because you fucking, um, you could get over, you can lose every single night of the week and get over more than the guy that beat you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, love it. And that's why me and Jeremy would fight over who would win, dude. I've literally lost like 80, 80, maybe even more than 80% of my matches. I would never win, ever. Because you're working with Sabu. He don't want to do a job. He don't want to do a job. For <laughs> Shane, he don't want to do a job. Boy. With Sabu. <laughs> Damn, Shane. <laughs> Shane. Well, you got all guys. Sabu's t- these guys are taught by, t- do you know what I mean? They I thought you were reasonable. By, What's going but on? But I can here? understand uh, it me? totally. Because, you know, the Sheik's teaching Sabu. He's like, no, you don't do a job for fucking anybody. Can I ask? I know it, you know you can de- decline if you wish. So what were your thoughts when you heard about what Benoit? Dude, obviously I was fucking shocked. Okay. Dude, yeah, I, I liked Chris a lot. I mean, everybody liked Chris, but you know, shit happens. Were you surprised? Did you see anything coming that way? Yeah. Like you know, just right. out of the blue? Yeah. No. You obviously watched the entire transformation of uh, Eastern Championship Wrestling to Extreme Championship Wrestling. Did you know at the time? What sort of impact this company would ultimately have on the Fuck business? No, dude, I would have appreciated it more, and I would have treasured it more if I did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're just rock starring it the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight uh, rock yeah. stars, dude. Sure. That's how we are. You know, you're not thinking about how you know what your place is, but but I'll tell you what, I do remember when we started making Japanese magazines, and I was like, all right, dude, mm-hmm. we got something here. Something's you know what on. I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah. You held the ECW Tag Gold with our, our good buddy, Too Cold Scorpio. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on tag wrestling versus one-on-one competition. Do you have a preference? Yeah, Don't probably play. one-on-one more than tag, especially the way tags are being done now. Where there's like 8,000 moves. Nobody sells anything. You don't even have to tag an AEW. Dude, I didn't even notice that when I watched. Yeah, I don't know, because to he me, cause, uh, oh, dude, I was, uh, I was telling who the frick was Pat? Was I telling you that freaking? Um, when he, I think we were watching. <laughs> hey, Pat, was, how are you? Pat, what's going on? We were drunk. Who spun the guy to pull the hair to make sure that the ref actually didn't say it? Was that me and you talking about that last yeah, night? I can't yeah, but like it was, but it was actually, but, you know, it's just weird because I mean, I, I noticed. I'm like, wait a minute, did you see somebody actually spun so the ref didn't see when they cheated? Right. It's right. like a joke. They see everything. He had many different <laughs> angles in ECW. We, yeah. we were talking about Vince being scared. Uh, do you think that whole crucifixion? Vince wasn't scared of shit, dude. He had Paulie in his pocket the whole time, way earlier right. than anybody even fucking knew. Right. Right. What did you feel about the crucifixion angle? Ooh. Dude, I loved it. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> I made it. I yeah, made I the was... cross, dude. You know the really, dude. Okay. You know the freaking um, who was it? The scaffold match with Dreamer on the chain swinging. I built that whole thing and put it up there myself. Dude, uh, so uh, uh, the cross thing. We get back in. We come back through the curtain. I'm loving it. Everybody's just like standing there like that. And I don't even know who the fucking Kurt Angle is. Dude. That's what I was about to ask you. Like, I don't you're like, even know who the fucking dude is. When I walk like 20 feet, there's a circle. Here's Todd, here's Paulie, here's Shane, here's Kurt. And, uh, and there might have been somebody. Oh, Raven. And I'm like, no, do not fucking do it. I don't fucking care. Do not go out there and fucking apologize. I'm going to be pissed. I was very adamant about that, dude. That made him look like a fucking straight pussy. It still makes me mad today that fucking that, that that happened, but I guarantee you Kurt Angle didn't go up to fucking Vince and say anything when The Undertaker put fucking what's-his-name on it six months later. Yeah. I mean, it was a cross. It's a really good point. Well, however, That's they made it right. look all nice. Yeah, good point. You think, you think Kurt went to Vince that night? Nah. No. Your second reign as ECW champ, you suffer a concussion against Cactus Jack. Any uh, memories of that incident? Well, no, I was concussed. I was <laughs> Wham! Wait a minute, dude! I heard it this way. I set myself up. This is terrible. That's hilarious. Hey, hey, hey! Pass that pen. Anyway, this is terrible. All right, when you did come to, did anybody tell you about what you should remember? How's that sound? I came to, and the only reason I remember this is because my wife was there. Oh, that's even worse. I came to in the fucking hospital at like 10 a.m. the next morning. The guy asked me who the president was. Was what state I was in and something else got all three of them wrong. He goes, Go back to sleep. (laughs) Stay there. And then, fucking later on, you know, like four o'clock, five o'clock in the afternoon, I started to get my fucking uh, shit together a little bit and they released Mm -hmm. me. How about conviction to your craft, right? You get blinded by Tommy Dreamer. So the rumor is that you pretty much hide in your apartment and no. so people no dude you have to understand something not everybody had a fucking phone in their pocket and there wasn't TMZ news and there fucking wasn't all the shit where everybody knew dude I was just hanging out in my town hanging <laughs> out what do you know what I'm saying now I wasn't a recluse yeah, what you, like Heath Ledger when he was doing wait, the wait, that's the way they, that's the way they present that's a Paul Heyman story that's a payment that's says that you lock yourself Paul. away well, of course he's gonna say does he like still owe you money Paul. Paul Heyman no that's it maybe not no we're good that's hilarious I owe him. I probably fucking owe him. Dude. Oh my god! Go. What do you got, Mikey? Legendary program with Raven and your son. Oh wow! Who that came was, up with that angle? Did you enjoy it? 
Oh, here we go. Outdated. Yeah, oh, thank you. So we're in freaking, I think it was Jim, uh, uh, maybe Jim Thorpe. But wait a minute, there used to be this dude that was like a biker dude and had a gorgeous wife. I don't even know if you were at the company yet. I forget the names, of course. <coughs> Home Alone movies hot. I walk in, fucking, me and Todd drove together. Todd was in the locker room before me because it was small and I didn't like being in there. And, uh, So I walk up to Paul. Paul's sitting here and goes, I got a great idea. I'm going to get Macaulay Calkin. And I, he says this to me in the middle locker room. He goes, we're going to get Macaulay Calkin, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do do this. And, and Todd's just like smirking on his face. I'm like, Paul, why don't we use my own five-year-old son that looks just like him? He goes, that's a great idea. That's how it started. Wow. The, the cane. Fucking me ended up with the cane. Fucking Michael Fay, this kid. In Thailand, spray paints a fucking car, right? And now, and 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 the, the, it's not like, hey, go to jail for a couple months. It's like, no, dude, we're gonna beat you, and we're gonna beat you good, dude. So you're gonna learn a lesson because that's how it's done over there. So he's gonna get caned with, I don't, it's like a, it was like a cherry stick with like a vine wrapped around or something like that. But every shot draws blood, and the United States was up in arms. So I happened to just another pure chance luck, like the meeting Bruno and shit like that. Um, I happened to live where Paul was putting the show together. He was in Paola. I was in Broome. I was 20 minutes away. Paulie doesn't even call me. Todd calls me and says, Paulie wants you up at the studio immediately. Um, I roll into the studio and he knew and he knew that I, I knew about world affairs and I liked politics. Everybody always knew that. He goes, you're going to start carrying a cane. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know the kid this and that. He goes, trust me, it's going to be hot. I said, so how are we going to get a cane? By this time, we like walked out. So we're outside. We're standing under a tree. I said, well, what are we going to use as a cane? He's like, looks up at the tree, <laughs> rips a branch out, pulls all the small shit off. He goes, here, use this Here's for now. <laughs> and we actually used a piece of a tree that just happened to be a couple feet away from us. And then right. I forget the promo Amazing. that I cut or whatever. But but it was great, dude. And then I knew how to get this thing. I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to the ring freaking with a, with a piece of, with a stick. You know what I mean? And I had saw like a, a video or something of Tojo Yamamoto using one in like Memphis at some time. And I'm like, I got to go find one of those things. Thoughts on Raven uh, as a wrestler and where he ranks as dude, some of the great dude, wrestlers. That dude, honestly, that dude is fucking brilliant. Do you feel I he's mean, underrated? Because I brilliant. think he's a little underrated. By uh, yeah, totally. Dude, you got to understand, he was young and he was, was, what was that show that was on on Saturdays? He's like 18 years old and running one of Vince's fucking, he's a producer on a show and shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then when he got, I didn't know what a false finish was until uh, me and him started working together. That then just this dude, we used to do like literally a hundred spots in a row. He'd have, me and the meanie would do this, and then I I do something to rave, and then here comes Stevie for this. I do something to here comes Peaches. Then there's something we'd do like three sets of that in like a half hour match, dude. Elaborate fucking shit, dude. It was good. Everybody had great time, and yeah. So the, yeah, I would say underrated. Do you Unless still- you know him, then you're like he's a dick. <laughs> I was gonna ask if you still speak with him now. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah, this guy's cool. Tell us about your memories of when you mentioned earlier when uh, Vince crossed over with Paul, the crossover promotion deal. Do you remember uh, some stuff about Dude, that? I don't should... know. You have to give me a match. I'd have to. You'd oh, have okay. to tell me like a match, and that's the only way I would know. Well, one thing you did reveal was is basically Vince had had Paul from the from the get go to to the fans at home. We thought it was a competition. Uh, the only reason I found that out is because there's that. Um, 
uh, the guy that's suing him about getting a bunch of wrestlers for the head injuries or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, no thanks. I don't want to try and get maybe the Hall of Fame someday. You hear that one? Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't want to see you sue him. You ain't getting an Hall of Fame. <laughs> right, right. So and then I, I ended up, Logical. like a year ago, Logical. A, a year ago, I asked fucking, uh, <laughs> I, I was talking to Sabu about it because I knew he was part of it. And then he was the one that told me, like, I don't say Sabu. here, but it could have been six months ago or whatever it was. But he was the one that the lawyer found out that those two, that's the only reason why he could sue him. for Because Sabu didn't do it. All his shit happened. He wasn't doing, like, the total Sabu thing in the version that we were doing up there. You know what I mean? It wasn't as crazy. But, yeah, those, I think maybe, I think he said 95, maybe. Lanny Poffo was in studio. I know you have experience with Bam Bam Bigelow. Lanny was not a big fan of Bam Bam. Your relationship. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I fucking love Bam Bam. Bam, yeah. Bam. I love working you- with him. Never okay. touched me fucking... Uh, Bam was the best, dude. Eddie rolled the best joints, too, dude. The size of your finger. I like him uh, already. Bam was great. I like him fine. He Loved great. working with him, dude. He was so easy. Yeah, I mean, we're doing all this hardcore shit, but he was the lightest one out of all of them. The biggest, but the lightest. How ahead of his time was he? Because now you see these big he guys like Lawrence the Taylor a fucking main event. He walked Lawrence Taylor through pretty much a main event. Like yep. then, you know what I'm saying? That's yep. pretty good. And, you know, that's pretty freaking good, dude. Bam is the best. We, we mentioned Sabu earlier, Mike. Forgive me if I step on this mm-hmm. a little bit. But uh, I personally think Sabu is basically batshit crazy. Is that fair? No, dude, he's like fucking. He's. I mean, all dude, we're all crazy. Oh I mean, yeah, so, well, so's the fellow. Really? But I mean, really? so he's got I mean, that little bit more little surprise. like crazy. You know what I mean? I thought he was but, perfectly normal. But no, dude, Sabu's no crazy. All right, crazy is if you're watching him in the barbed wire match and fucking he's gatched like an inch deep and he's yeah. like, here. Give me some tape, Fonzie. Let me yeah. hold right. tape around it. Yeah. Or he does fucking. He goes to do a moonsault. There's a table laying next to me upside down. He misses me and his face hits the fucking the 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 top of the the uh, the table's fucking foot. Right on his foot, goes back, two teeth missing, oh, does a bat and eye about mm-hmm. it, dude. He well, he taped, he taped his that muscles back on. Or something. Crap that like that. Match. Dude, his tendons are hanging out. He's like, oh, that's no problem. Let me just uh, band-aid myself and get back to what he I'm He told telling. us all about yeah, super glue. I'm pretty sure he was the first one in So I guess, I, guess, I guess by definition, that would, that would be crazy. Oh, yeah. he, he, super, he super crazy. glued you? We super glued you. One super of my buddies playing first base in softball last year. Freaking me and Papa playing every Sunday. Okay. Uh, and Blicks at first base. He gets caught in the head with a line drive. He's got a nice cut. We went to the bar and super glued him right at the bar. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he wanted to go to the house. Yeah. like this. Super glued. You can't even see a scar now. And by, the, by the way, the Faro is, is a softball ringer, so you can ship me the Sandman softball game for four ninety five plus tax. You just put me in a wow, that, that four ninety five's really got him he going. Don't look like Pap. He don't look like he can play to me. Oh dude. boy! Oh boy! Party! You're in for a surprise, brother. Let's go! Uh, uh, oh, dude, I caught played catcher, fast pitching in the park for twenty five years, man. Oh yeah. How do you judge a ball player? Soft pitch. Crap. How do you know if someone's a good ball player or not? I don't know. Give me like two minutes out with him doing anything. There you go. Anything. Let's but go. With a basketball. Yeah. Oh, with a basketball. With basketball. There you go. So growing up, did you play baseball? I sucked. I couldn't hit. <laughs> well, hitting's difficult. Was, oh, yeah, it was my worst sport. This, what was your best sport? Pitch you play basketball. Fast pitch. Basketball? Uh, yeah, basketball and football. Probably. Fast pitch or slow pitch? No, no I like high arc. Oh, he well, that's not I like fucking 10 to 15. For, I like oh, high arc. Yeah, high, high arc is the best. I know, but I've never done like the Eddie Fainer yeah. you do doing yeah, the, the 65. Nah, probably the bat wouldn't make it off my shoulder, bro. Really? Oh, okay. 
So you transition to WCW. Is that like a culture shock to you at this point? Oh, yeah. Because you kind of go a little well, yeah, corporate, right? You, well, yeah, but I knew what to expect because I had buddies there. You know what I mean? I knew to expect nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And, dude, I'm all, along for the ride. They, they were paying me five grand a week for six months before I even worked for them. Uh, I did about 30 matches for them, and then they paid me the rest of my three-year contract. Wow. I forgot to turn it off. Okay, look. <laughs> what? Yeah. How sharp. Because you got to understand, that's the year they went under. They lost all right. the $70 million. I just got lost in the shuffle, dude. I only worked for them for one. I signed on September 9th. Was gone, was gone like by September 11th, like the next year. Was back in ECW like October 28th. But they, and you're only supposed to get paid for 90 days, dude. They paid me the rest of the contract. So I'm getting paid like four grand, thirty five hundred from Paulie, and five grand mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. for another year and a half or whatever it was. Who it was co- fucking great. Who, who comes up with hack? Me. That's you my, came well, up no, with hack. It's my brother. Okay. When I was like when right. playing basketball when we were kids, I ended up being hack, dude. My kids call me hack, dude. My oh, parents okay. call me hack. Right. I've had that nickname since I was very, very, very young. Okay. They don't want to use, they pull me into this room, just like we're all sitting here, there's Bischoff, there's Dusty, but this is when Dusty gave me the fake barbed wire. And then uh, Nash is in there, he just got the book, and they're like, dude, I, I told I own Sandman, right? There's a reason why Vince doesn't have, there's a reason, I have, Paul, he tried to get it from me once, he tried to sleaze me, and I found out about it. <laughs> it's all good. Wow. Because he, he filed after I did, and <laughs> really I didn't not. know about it until, <laughs> I, we, I'm pretty sure Todd might have found out, Todd had something to do with it, so I, where was I going, what was I talking about? What the fuck was I just talking about? Yeah. Oh, the, the transition. Oh, yeah. I forgot what you were talking oh, about. So, <laughs> so, so, so then there's two like warriors. I assume they're lawyers because they're the ones in the fucking suits. And they're like, well, there's a Sandman. There's a Sandman concrete company in California that we're worried about. There's a, so yeah. I said, dude, I'm the Sandman wrestler. You are lawyers. How do you not understand this? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Did Metallica at any point have anything to say about the entrance? Well, t- yeah, I can t- I'll tell you that story yeah. too. So, you can hear Lars so, screaming. So, Lars that's was, so it was yeah. either me, me or Dusty was like, well, look, well oh, no, I'm pretty sure it was me. I was like, well, why don't you let me go out there and they don't know who I am and I'll take over the show because I knew I was wrestling. This is 10 minutes before I'm going to the ring. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was every Monday night for 11 straight. Fucking, mm-hmm. uh, you wouldn't, I wouldn't know anything until right before we were going to the ring. And uh, so the next week, I go out there. They, they don't know. They don't know who I am. I call out Bigelow and whatever. So the next week, I'm in the hallway. Nash is walking by me. He goes, dude, you know they're not giving up the Sandman thing. He goes, what do you want to be called? I said, Hack. He goes, great. Kept walking. Go. That was that's that. how fast it was. Interesting. It was like less than ten seconds. Tell us the Metallica story. Um, I heard this one from Dreamer that Metallica offered and like when they came out with the whatever album dude I don't listen to them I don't like the heavy metal the, I love my black song album. whenever they which, was that like 94, 95 Ni- or 91 okay Thanks. well they were, they offered to play at one of the Wrestlemanias and Vince was heard saying who the fuck is Metallica uh, Wait, yeah, so okay, Vince. Whoops. when they went to buy my music to use my music for my entrance and what's his name was like they give them shit, and that's why I had to come out to something else. Oh, the ECW as a whole, do you think there's a possibility that the WWE introduce you guys as a whole entire group? If that's going to happen, then that's uh, I would figure that would be the way. Just you, you know, you're shaking your head. Else, no, why? When they have nobody else to put in. A, yeah, it's a collective, but the collective won't be the real ECW guys. It'll be Dreamer, Heyman, blah. You know what I mean? Right. Do you think ECW? I got gotcha. you. Like, <laughs> the Hall of Fame, it'll be fake. 2006 ECW. Mm. In my opinion. 
How about your thoughts on that? The 2006 when Vince brought back ECW. Dude, that was good. I made fucking 389,000 right here. How about the zombie? 389. 389. Dude, I was fucking. Uh, dude, you got 75,000 just to be on the video game that year because that's when what? they went to all the systems. Oh my God. Everybody got a $75,000 check for the video game. Why don't you I, guys fix Kamala's I did, I did two moves I'm in WrestleMania and got paid 40,000 for that. Wow. That, just between those two things, that was over. So that, that all being said, Making, making that kind of scratch, do you think Vince no. owes you guys an extra living beyond your career no, now? Vince don't owe me shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, they're fucking scared of anything. Well, you know, you got you got people out there saying that. You know? I'm, I call my own shots in life. He gave me an opportunity. Thank you, dude. Are you set? Give for, me another one. Are you set for life now? Uh, are you no, set? No, dude. I've blown a lot of money in my life. I'm good. Now. What does Sandman blow his three hundred eighty-nine thousand dollars on? Kids' house, dude. I had a house in Salt Lake City. Then I had nine thousand dollars of bills a, a month. I had a house in Philly, suburbs of Philly. A house in Salt Lake City because I had a concrete company in Salt Lake City, and then I had a house across across the uh, bay from Hogan's in uh, Clearwater. Wow. The kids, freaking dude. We lived at Disney World because the schools sucked down in Florida. So I'm just like, let's go. Bush Gardens was five minutes away from the house. Dude, you blow it on kids. Mm. Thoughts real fast on Rob Van Dam's impact on wrestling, and especially the way you see today's wrestlers flipping and flying all over the place. Thoughts on RVD's impact? Van Dam's fucking guy, he's like one of those innovator dudes, you know what I'm saying? With like the Van Dam lift and dude, and he'll kick your head off from like anywhere, anytime. But uh, uh, he's a very good friend of mine. In fact, I was just texting him something the other night because I was thinking about starting a company and calling it Sam, like a Samboy thing and he actually made that up. He used to, Rob used to call me Samboy so I, I'm texting him I'm drunk again. It's like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm drunk yeah, let me tell you, let me tell you okay. how to it. Oh, we're going to get the actual text. We're going to actually pull up the text. This is actually, oh, yeah, okay. okay. in, in between we're bringing in uh, promoter uh, Eric Sings. Here we go. All right. I said, Third, oh, 8.02 p.m. I was drunk. I thought it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Dude, you used to call me Sandboy, so I can't say it was my idea, but I'm going to name a new company of mine, Sandboy. Are we go- are we okay, or do I owe you, mo- owe you money for the idea? <laughs> he sends me back with one of his emojis. I think we're good. I say lovely. Then he texts me back at 1.20 a.m. in the morning. Miss you, bro. Love you. With, a, with a, uh, one of his emoji things. Nice. Yeah, man. I love all you, man. He spiritually... See, he was the one that he told me a lot. You have a lot of respect for the business and the people you work with, it seems, right? Well, yeah, dude. Fuck. Then you wouldn't have respect for yourself. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of guys that came from fucking nothing to do this shit. And it's because they loved it. It's not the guys that were football players and then they fucking couldn't make it in the NFL. And they're like, oh, let me be a wrestler. You know what I'm saying? These guys these guys freaking lived, deep breathed this shit 24 hours a day for years and years and years. So you got to respect it. Because I know I did. Bringing in Eric, speaking of respect, bringing in super promoter oh Eric God. Sims. Eric, we're going to be with the Sandman. <laughs> Do it back, back again one more time. So, Sandman, Shane Douglas, just incredible. 1 to 3 p.m. today, we're back at the Wrestling Universe, 3429 Francis Lewis Boulevard in Queens, Flushing, Queens, New York. And then tonight... Titan Championship Wrestling, right? The debut of Titan Championship Wrestling. New owners, same owners, minus one. Oh, new, new, pro, new program. Throwing shots. Throwing shots. Yeah, hey, hey. Titan Championship Wrestling. <laughs> it's a night of extreme. The night of extreme <laughs> is tonight. <laughs> I mean, you're lucky I'm going to. Oh, my God. It's tonight. Oh, my God. 
You know, I want to I want to oh, thank yeah. oh, again yeah. Shane Douglas, just incredible, and I want to thank you, Sandman, for coming. Uh, this is easy to funnest, funnest interview I've ever done. Oh my oh, God! Look at putting us over. Usually it's guys that just like sit there. And well, well like, let me ask, let me ask you a quick question. Like a, like a Howard Stern. Kind let of let me ask you this. Thank you. Thank where it goes. Let me ask you this question. In 1995, you put an arm bar on Raven. What was oh, your feeling you at that nerd? moment? Shut up! Oi. Yeah, I'm I'm a, dude, I don't, I don't think I'd put an arm bar on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you put an arm bar on anybody. No, honestly, this has been our honor. You guys have, you. have made a difference in wrestling. Uh, the fans still love you, and I do believe Absolutely. the WWE will recognize what you all have done for they this business. Uh, again, we are honored to have you guys on our show. And Sam, man, that was a great interview, and uh, I appreciate you. everything. Peace, Thank you for being with us. Thank You've you. been watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, only seen here live out of Village Connection Studio, out of Rockstar Studio. You can catch Monty and the Pharaoh at www.montyandandthefaro.com on YouTube, on every podcast network, and also on cable channel 115 every Tuesday from 8.30 to 9 p.m. Saturday mornings from 6 a.m. to 6.30 where you'll catch Sandman, Shane Douglas, and everybody else. And then starting on channel 120, don't know the time yet, and our newly affiliated Fox Network Sports New York. You've been watching Monty. And the Pharaoh. Later. Thank you. Good job, Eric. That was awesome. Good job, man. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thanks, bro.